Hi and welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. Uh, today is another bonus episode for you. Um, sometimes I record these bonus episodes when something happens and I really want to share the learning that I had or um, the amazing experience or whatever it was that happened um, with you guys. And because I know those of you who follow me on Instagram or Facebook um, will have seen, oh, Jane's doing that. And so it's easy to sort of look and see, you know, see something on Instagram and go, wow, that went really well or what an amazing thing she did. Um, and then just assume that was all there was to it. But it, often there's um, a story behind it. So I wanted to give you a little bit more of the story behind what happens sometimes with the things that you see me posting about on social media because uh, it's one of the things that paralyzes us the most I think is you know comparing ourselves to people we see on social media and then getting um, comparison paralysis yeah um, oh my god she's doing so much better than I am um, you know look at her cute family and you know all of the the great people that she has working uh, that she works with and um, but you don't see any of the other things behind the scenes like the messy house or <laughs> the crying three-year-old or the um you know or the the battle to get the customers that you see or whatever it is yeah so um yeah i just thought um let's be a little bit open and honest about what really happened and um hopefully you will get the courage and the motivation to try something yourself um because yeah, now you know it, it's not always as rosy as it looks but you know if you my, basically my message today is if you stick at it it's going to work out for the best whatever it, it's um, meant to be yeah not necessarily what you imagine it will be but it's going to work out the best way it's meant to work out so um, yeah a little story for you today about that and so today is June 19th I'm recording this on June 19th so last weekend on June 16th I had the first uh, one day event in Japanese um, which I organized myself and the whole event was conducted completely in Japanese all of the marketing was conducted in Japanese um, all of the people who attended were Japanese speakers um, we had you know obviously Japanese women but we had uh, one attendee from Hungary um, and one from England and me, of course, from New Zealand. So it was not, uh, so it was, yeah, quite a international sort of um, event in the end. Um, the reason I decided to go with a Japanese event is because, um, well, obviously I could do it in English, but for my, uh, the people that I work with here in Fukushima, um, usually, you know, on a daily basis, people who I teach English to or who I see around in my neighborhood or, you know, um, at my kids' schools and that, they, they don't have the level of English that would be needed to <clears throat> really get a lot out of an event like uh, what I did last weekend. So I decided to meet them halfway and do my bit by attempting <laughs> to speak in Japanese and um it was rough yeah um as in on i was rough on myself the, the event went fine uh, once i got over myself and chilled out and realized that everyone who was there wanted me to succeed and and 
do my best and they didn't care that I didn't know all the words um, they didn't care that I you know maybe was a bit um, muddled up or something sometimes they were there because they wanted to be there and yeah they did not care that I was not the perfect Japanese speaker so yeah basically it was me who was in the way there and um, and I just decided that okay I can't do this perfectly it's just obvious that I can't do this perfectly so I'm just going to do the best I can and that is going to have to be good enough and it's that has the added benefit of showing the people who have come to my event that you don't have to be perfect to be doing something look here's me um, you know making mistakes and using the wrong words or whatever but we're still having an event you guys are still having a great time you're still learning something and you're still really glad you came so yeah it was um, <laughs> it was a little bit confronting in that respect um, because uh, of course I'm much more comfortable speaking in English but the more I do this the more I get used to speaking in Japanese the the better my Japanese is getting in that department so it's a great learning experience for me even though it can be extremely uncomfortable in the moment so yeah there's that so that was my first Japanese event um, from start to finish it was all Japanese yeah and so some of you have been following me who perhaps don't speak Japanese <laughs> probably been seeing a lot of Japanese coming along on my on my Facebook or my um, Instagram yeah so yeah that was um, yeah huge learning experience to yeah do an event in Japanese and so yeah the reason I did it was because the women here who I wanted to serve I knew I had to meet them where they were. They didn't have necessarily have the English, so by me attempting to do it in Japanese, everybody was really open. Everybody um, who came along to the event was there with an open heart, and I think you probably agree with me in Japan that is not the usual situation. Yeah, um, a lot of people are worried about letting people see who they really are and um, you know revealing your true feelings is not always looked upon um, favorably so um, yeah it was a really interesting event in that respect so I'm really glad that I um, pushed through my own little stories and um, the barriers I put up around myself saying that I can't do this because I'm not good enough who am I <laughs> oh it was, that was another one who am I to be telling these these women who um, you know, I'm, Jap I'm not even Japanese. Who am I to be telling them that they could be um, trying something different or they could think uh, they could try this way of thinking or um, there's also this idea. But um, I think they were actually really open to it and really into it because it just came from a completely different perspective that maybe they've never heard before. And that was really valuable to them. And also they can they could see me actually doing the things that I'm talking about so here I am talking about giving things a go and I'm actually giving things a go so um, I feel that sense of consistency between your message and what you're actually doing actions and and um, what you say and what you do um, both being in alignment is very very powerful yeah um, yeah so we had um, what so what this started like over six months ago I had just one day I was listening to a podcast or something and it was about someone who started up this event and and I thought well maybe I could do that too um that was the idea was to have a conference and I was like okay um 
maybe I could have a conference and it could be instead of for because up till now up till then I had been doing it mainly for English speaking people and that tended to be foreigners living in Japan but not always um, why don't I do one that's for local women in Japan in my area of Japan and so when I had this idea at first it wasn't the idea that actually what in the event that actually came about last weekend it was quite a different idea it was this grandiose plan of inviting all these really amazing um, groundbreaking entrepreneurs to this really neat part of Japan which is undiscovered because that's what I think of my town <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an undiscovered um, amazing place and um, yeah, inviting all these amazing entrepreneurial people and then getting all these people to come from Tokyo and other places um, and bringing all this business to the town that I'm trying to help to get back on its feet again after the disaster we had seven years ago here in Fukushima. So it was really quite a different idea. And I was talking to one of my, um, my good friends and one of uh, my business um, buddies, Helen Iwata, and so I was just talking it through with her and because at first I didn't even think I could actually do this. You know, I was just sort of like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, I had this crazy idea. And um, and she was like, that's a great idea. First of all, she, she agreed with me and said, that's a great idea and you can totally do it. So thankfully she believed it because I didn't believe it at the time. And then we talked about it more and more and more. And as we talked um, and she gave me some feedback on my ideas and things over the sort of sort of couple of weeks it morphed from being this major grandiose plan to something that would actually serve the people who were right in front of me who I could see needed it. This, the more I thought about it the more I looked around the more I saw that people right in front of me needed this particular event. Um, I mean there are so many events you can go to for these you know see these amazing people who have done all these you know million dollar businesses and things but really it's not especially where I live, there's not much for <clears throat> people just getting started, you know, just taking off on their journey of self-development, of, you know, personal development or, um, you know, improving their lives. So, so <laughs> my event sort of became completely different. Um, just, but that was for the better, I think, because actually I'm personally at the moment not ready for what I was talking about with Helen six months ago. And I realized that last weekend, like what what the event that actually eventuated last weekend was exactly what I needed right now. We had the perfect amount of people, um, you know, it was that the perfect level for me to be able to serve the people who came and for them to go home feeling really um, supported and like they'd had a really great time. So yeah, often we have these ideas about what it has to be like, but actually they're just ideas and they're not necessarily what's best for us and we don't tend to know that until it's right in front of you and you can see that oh, okay actually because the one idea I had was that it would be you know quite a big thing and there'd be lots of people there and then everybody could talk to lots of different people and so I had this magic number of 25 people would come to this event <clears throat> and for some reason I kept hanging on to this magic number of 25 and I have no idea why but Actually, on the day when I got to the room and we got all the chairs sorted out and we got all the people in there and we started actually doing the event, I was like, okay, thank God there are not 25 people here. 
10 people is perfect because <laughs> that's how many people are actually there um so yeah 10 people was the perfect number not 25 where did i even get that number from it was a number i completely plucked out of the air but i gave it so much sort of um value or you know put so much emphasis that i must have 25 people for this to be a success and that was complete rubbish so <laughs> even with fewer people um it was the perfect number of people and it was a huge success so I'm glad that in this case, I'm going to say the universe, you can use whatever word you like. The universe sent me exactly the right amount of people for this event. And also it was the people who needed that event. Like when we got there and um, one of the first exercises we did was just to ask them, you know, well, why did you decide to come today? And when they started talking, it was very clear that they were all in the right place. So that was fantastic. And, um, and then everybody else could see that, yes, they weren't alone. And, and, and in fact, um, there were a lot of things that everybody was worried about that were the, were the same. And they were all at a similar kind of level if, with where they were. And so everybody was able to take part without feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Um, everybody else is so much further ahead of me, whatever. So, um, yeah, really thankful for <laughs> how that worked out. Um, but that's not to say that I, you know, got there, got to the event and it was all roses. It definitely wasn't. Um, so, you know, as I went along and I created the, the timetable and I invited my speakers and so that was the easy part was actually just doing all that. Then the hard part was actually getting the people to come. So, you know, often you might say, oh, you know, if you create something that's really amazing, people will come, but that's not necessarily the, the, the fact <laughs> of the matter and so I spent a lot of time talking to like everywhere I went around town you know and everywhere I was online I was talking about this event this is what's happening like you wouldn't believe some of the places that I talked about it and I was really surprised you know that like places where I thought nobody would be interested and I just happened to mention it you know just drop it into the conversation and and people would jump on it be like oh what's that tell me more um other places where i thought people would be totally into it i'd drop it into the conversation or i'd bring it up and they'd be like oh yes and there'd be no interest or um you know like places i thought would never agree to let me put up a poster or something like yeah totally oh we're actually going to blow it up and stick it in the front window here <laughs> make it even bigger than you've made it and all sorts of things like that or um, people offering to put it in their newsletter here and there or um, things like that really surprised me and um, so I just came to the realization that there are so many opportunities to spread the message so let's just and there's nothing like spreading the message face to face rather than you know spending all, all of your energy putting all of your energy into the internet which is already crowded there's much more impact if you're talking to people face to face um, and people still like to see things on paper. So you have to print out stuff and give people something they can look at rather than sending them to a website. If you have like a flyer that, you know, a good old fashioned piece of paper with a nice, you know, sort of decorated flyer that you can give to people, that's, that is actually quite a lot more effective than having a website as far as I've found. Um, yes, and I think I got one person signed up through my website. And the rest were all analog signups. Yeah, <laughs> so they might say something about my um, my market or the people that I was dealing with, but 
what I want to say is don't neglect that. You know, if you're trying to get people to come to an, an event or something, make sure you're doing the analog work as well. You're talking to people and you're giving out, you know, pieces of paper. And I know that, you know, the environment's important, but people still love to see something on a piece of paper. Yeah. So um, definitely don't neglect that. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, never assuming that someone won't want to come or that someone won't be interested. Yeah. So um, I just decided, okay, I'm going to talk to everyone about it. And then my doorbell rings, right? And it's the, the lady who delivers, <clears throat> delivers um, our dinner every night, uh, the Yoshke lady. I may have, I've talked about this other episodes with um, uh, Joanna from the Tokyo chapter. We talked about um, sort of this meal delivery service that I use. And, uh, and a, a really lovely woman delivers um, the food every night and then I just cook it, yeah. And it's just enough for our family for that one night. And really great service. Very Japanese service. <laughs> anyway, um, this woman, you know, we've got quite a bit of a relationship going on because she comes to my house like every day of the week just about. So, um, but she's always trying to sell me stuff, yeah, because that's her job. And obviously it benefits her if I buy more things. Anyway, so I decided I'd try and sell her something. So she came and she was, and I said, she was trying to sell me some summer gifts. You know, it's that time of the year when you're buying the, or Chugan or whatever it's called, the summer gifts for people. We don't do that. But she was trying to get me to buy some stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. We don't buy anything. But just a minute. And, and so I gave her my thing. And I said, oh, I'm doing this event in a couple of weeks. If you're free, you should come along. Um, you might It might be really interesting for you. And she... And I was really surprised at exactly how interested she was. And she was asking me a lot about it. And um, I thought she was just, you know, just the um, unassuming lady who delivers my food <laughs> every day. But yeah, she was really into it. And she said, oh, I won't be able to come because that's the day I have to work and I, there's no way I can, can come. But um, I'll definitely look up on your website and read all about it. And maybe I can come another time. And then the next day she came back and she said, oh, I was on your website last night and I listened to you talking on the Japanese podcast that I was featured on and um, I've ordered the book that you recommended. And I was like, what? What book? And she's like, oh, the book about, you know, that you said changed your life. And I was like, oh, okay, you're talking about Better Than Before. Okay, by Gretchen Rubin. And, um, and I was like, oh my goodness, she's like, she's a potential total fan here and I never even realized. And so... Um, yeah, really shocking <laughs> to me that, and just completely reminded me that I just can't assume who is going to be a fan, who is going to want to come, who is going to not be interested. Yeah. So to just put your message out there with no ulterior motive and to just sort of tell people about things because otherwise they don't know. And because you're always talking about it, you will probably think, oh, um, people are getting so sick of hearing about it. But what I constantly heard, or maybe some people were getting sick about it, <laughs> but what I constantly heard from people was, no, I don't know about this event. Tell me more. Or, what, you're having an event? I haven't seen anything about it. And, and I do spend time on Facebook or whatever. So, yeah, please don't assume that people have seen your stuff. And definitely, definitely, definitely get yourself a cheerleading team around you because... My cheerleading team definitely helped me get through the lull before the event. So like quite often for these things, especially if it's a one day thing, people won't sign up until the last minute. 
And everybody was, you know, telling me that, but even though <laughs> about two weeks before the event and I still had very minimal sign-ups, I had like maybe two or three people and I was just like, oh, I think I'm just going to pull the, pull the plug on this. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just sick of this, you know, <laughs> just putting in so much energy and effort into telling people about this event and nobody is signing up. What is wrong? And um, then so I sort of sort of whined and cried and carried on to um, my two biggest probably supported ones as I just mentioned, Helen, and my other um, big supporter is Jackie Miyabayashi. And Jackie was very kind and also said, okay, give me a look at what you've done. Let's see what we can do to make it more attractive to people because perhaps we haven't, you know, really, really explained the benefits of this event people just don't understand yet because it's the first time they've never seen anything like this before so let's just go through and see what you've done and see if we can improve on it and of course there was loads of things I could have improved on so we did that and um, she really helped me to see you know with her fresh eyes um, because I was just been looking at this stuff for weeks and weeks and weeks and it just I, you know of course I couldn't see what was wrong with it so by sharing that with other people they were able to say okay well really I don't understand what I will get out of this event if I go um, you need to make that more clear or um, yeah so pe like I need so I need a whole day for this event what how on earth am I going to find a whole day for this event um, unless it's something I really really want and then I will definitely make time <laughs> to come to this event so you've got to make me want to come so yeah we did a little bit of work on that and I think that really helped um, because after that I actually had someone sign up through my website so that sort of proved to me that it is possible for people to buy things online from me because that had ne never happened before um, with one of my, with this one day event. Yeah. Everybody was sort of wanting to, to deal with me face to face. So yeah, um, yeah. So having your little cheerleading squad who are going to push you forward even when you want to quit, definitely worthwhile. So I, I know, you know, a lot of you support each other. So yeah, reach out and just say, look guys, I'm struggling here you know I really like a little bit of help it can really help you to just keep going because the fact is if I, I was very very close to quitting but I didn't quit thanks to the help that I got and I got through and the event actually happened and I'm extremely glad I didn't quit now um, but I couldn't see that at the time and it was still quite a few days and then that before I started to see any of the results of the hard work that I've been putting in over the last six months to bring this thing to fruition yeah um, yeah so that is yeah the process that happened over you know for this event that we had last weekend and the one one thing that was a huge success was that people were excited for the next event and we hadn't even finished the first one so luckily I thought about this you know like now that I've you know got people who have experienced this maybe they might like to come to the next one and that would be easier to get people to come because they already know what's going to happen it's going to be different they're going to learn something new but they're not scared anymore because I've done it and they've got a lot out of it so I had, you know, a date picked out already for them. So I could tell them this is the next date, the date for the next one. It's in six months' time. So, you know, you're going to have six months to work on some of the things that we've done today. 
and then you're going to see some familiar faces when you come back next time and there'll be some new faces too and that'll be awesome and I got I got what was it like five people right on the spot saying yep I'm coming and you know and actually buying a ticket on the spot for the next one so um, my next event in Japanese is going to be held on January uh, not January December 9th which is a Sunday and it's just a really random day I picked before the sort of the Christmas craziness starts up. Um, but I picked it, in, you know, six months in advance so that people have a chance to keep that day clear because it's easier to keep a day clear than to clear a day that's already got stuff on it. So, yeah, I gave people plenty of warning and it's and I decided that rather than a Saturday or Sunday would be a bit an easier day for people to come because it tends to be a day where even people who work on weekends tend not to be working on Sundays and there's just less things happening on Sundays. So so I made it a Sunday this time and that also helped, I think. So yeah, um, I've sold over half the spots already, even though we were six months out. <laughs> and I've got like a list of people who have told me I really, really want to come. And it's just a matter of, um, yeah, it's just sort of processing that and getting them to commit to that over the next couple of weeks and yeah I'm thinking it's going to be full this time yeah definitely easily without you know so that all of the effort that I put in to get people to come to the first one is making it much easier for that people to get people to the second one so it's sort of to use the word leverage and, and I don't mean to use it in a way that's sort of seedy or whatever it's just to say look there's no need to um recreate the wheel every time you do something so now that I've done this one time let's use that momentum to make the second time far easier for me but it's just as useful for the people who are coming so and that's okay yeah you don't have to work harder yeah <laughs> that was that's another thing that I was sort of struggling with you know am I doing enough is this enough you know and um, you know, is it okay that I'm just inviting all the people who just came already to, to come again? Of course it's okay. Yeah, you don't have to, you shouldn't have to struggle to get customers. That's okay too. <laughs> I tell you, some of the things that come up in my brain, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, so that's, um, that's some of the background to the event that you may have seen happening around last weekend. Um, I'm really glad that I went through all of that. It was a, a great learning experience for me and for the people who came. So if you are a Japanese speaker and you would like to come to the next event, then um, please do visit my website. It's www.jainnakata, and that's J-A-Y-N-E, nakata, N-A-K-A-T-A, dot com. And that's, then it's slash inspire, I-N-S-P-I-R-E. And you can read all about the event um, at the moment, the details are not that um, fleshed out, but you get an idea of what time it is or wh which town it's in. Um, it's probably going to be in the same place as last time. And you can see some of the video testimonials that I got from my um, participants, and they will they will knock your socks off. They're really great. Um, yeah, and you can buy a ticket on the spot. It's very easy using your credit card or PayPal. Now, the, the cost for the event is 7,500 yen. So um, it's definitely worth it, and everybody said so. <laughs> so um, if you're wondering about that, you will understand when you get there. All right, so yeah, definitely sign up sooner rather than later because I'm honestly like, I've 
got a lot of people who want to come to this event and that is just blowing my mind <laughs> so um yeah first in first served and yeah don't wait around definitely yeah so if you'd like to if you're wondering what on earth are you talking about jane i have not heard about this event at all um then yeah you can check out uh, some of the thing posts on my um instagram that's at jane nakata and or over on facebook you can find me at um transformation retreats by jane nakata and you can see all of the stuff that i've been doing it <laughs> over the last few weeks um and yeah if you do want to come to the event let me know like i'd really love to see you there don't feel like you can't come because you're not a japanese person it's just for people who can speak japanese so if you are in that category and you're a woman i'm i'm sorry you have to be a woman it's an, a woman only event um and you're over 18 then please do come all right and it's going to be in uh, Fukushima it's in Iwaki city in Fukushima in Yumoto Onsen and that is a great little onsen spot it's not far <clears throat> from Tokyo at all it's only two and a bit hours on the train um, definitely doable in a day if you cannot stay over but um, that's also possible as well all right so I hope that you will be able to take something away from this episode today and I would really love it if you could make a screenshot of you listening well you listening to this episode and then just pop it up on um, Instagram tag me and and tell me what you got out of it because it really means a lot to me to hear from you guys and I will give you a shout out on my next episode if you tag me on Instagram promise okay all right so yeah get out there and do something whatever it is yeah just give it a try and then see where you end up because it might not be the same place as you're imagining in your head <laughs> just like what happened to me so yeah all the best and look forward to my next episode coming your way soon bye